Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and thanks for joining me on WNJY, a podcast for YMCA professionals of New Jersey. I'm your host, Michael Reisman, and today we're going to talk with Bruce Black, President and CEO of the Hunterdon County YMCA. Following over 30 years as a Y professional, 13 in his current role as CEO, Bruce has announced his retirement. Bruce has also served in volunteer leadership in our YPN, going back to when it was AYP and even before. So, Bruce, thank you for joining us, and uh, how are you today? All good, Michael. Looking forward to the conversation here. Excellent, excellent. So, um, I should also state for our listeners, in case it's not self-evident, that I have been a member of your senior leadership team for the last four years which really makes this opportunity to talk with you even more meaningful and sentimental to me. So on behalf of YPN Chapter 17, as well as the New Jersey Alliance of YMCAs, congratulations. Thank you, Michael. And uh, congratulations to you too for surviving the last uh, four years with me. So uh, uh, you can uh, put that on your resume. So uh, what, what's it been like preparing to move on to this next uh, big deal phase in your life? It, it, it is interesting. It's uh, somewhat bittersweet. Um, you know, I, I've actually you know, worked for YMCAs for 39 years. So it's, uh, you know, I, I was telling somebody the other day, this is the first time in maybe 45 years that I haven't worked in a summer. Um, so I'm kind of looking forward to that. Um, but, you know, the last couple of months kind of transitioning out of my role, um, you know, it's making sure that the foundation we established um, can be sustained and that uh, whoever comes in following me, um, you know, has the, the tools and the, um, and the building blocks to, uh, to do something more with with our YMCA, and not not that we haven't done everything that we could, but you know I think any time that there's change, you know there will be uh, there'll be some growth, there'll be some uh, some new opportunities that are that are looked at and explored, and you know, I think our Y is uh, is is poised to uh, to have further growth. So um, you know I, I've always had in my mind a kind of a window of when I wanted to uh, to retire and. You know, um, that window has always been between the ages of 62 and 65. Um, so I, I just turned 63. The, uh, you know, the occurrences over the last year have been, um, you know, something none of us have ever seen. And uh, you know, I think our, you know, our staff team did a wonderful job of, of navigating through things. And, and I, I, I feel comfortable, um, you know, leaving the association at this point, knowing that, you know, things are in, uh, in a pretty good place. And uh, um, it's not to say that it's, uh, it's not going to be uh, sad leaving uh, or, you know, I, again, probably bittersweet is the right word, but uh, I, I, I'm ready for the next phase and, uh, you know, and looking forward to it. Let's, uh, let's travel back in time a little bit. Um... How did you get involved with the Y professionally originally and what made you stay? Mm-hmm. So 
I have a, uh, a sociology, uh, I'm a sociology major out of a, a liberal arts college in, uh, in Pennsylvania. Um, weren't a lot of opportunities for, for sociology majors uh, uh, coming out of school. Um, but I, I ended up uh, uh, being a, a caseworker in a foster care agency uh, with caseloads uh, in New York City. Uh, primarily in the uh, in, in Harlem and um, and the Bronx, um, I was the only male on staff, so they assigned me to to those areas. Um, I, I, I enjoyed the work, um, but as I looked at my supervisors, and I was I was there for about two years. As I looked at my supervisors, it was clear that they hated their jobs, and uh, I I didn't see myself you know, being in a job that I was going to hate for the next 40 years. So um, I um, volunteered at a Y and I volunteered at the uh, Metuchen Edison YMCA. And uh, um, that volunteer work ended up being a few hours of, of paid uh, uh, part-time work with the, uh, uh, it was with their, what was then called the, uh, uh, the Indian guides and also, I did some work with the, uh, the youth in government program. Um, I did that for probably about six, six or seven months, mostly evening work and a couple, couple weekends. Um, and then um, found a full-time position in Annapolis, Maryland, um, a beautiful uh, part of the country. I ran a summer camp uh, right underneath the uh, Chesapeake Bay Bridge. Um, it was it was a great place to live. It was a terrible YMCA, and uh, um, but I, I knew it was what I wanted to do. You know, um, just one story from that is uh, um, I think the as we got close to the first summer of summer camp, I was told to go out to the local schools and talk to the gym teachers and ask for any damaged equipment that they weren't going to use come September. So I could use that for summer camp. Um, we had no budget. We had no money. Uh, we had a lot of fun, um, but uh, um, it, it, it sold me on the why. I just wasn't at the right why. And um, yeah, I, I think that's something I've learned throughout my career is that uh, you know, you're always responsible for your own, your own opportunities. Uh, you don't like something, you either change it or, you know, find another place to, to, to do your work. Um, so we moved out to St. Louis. Um, I was a, uh, uh, I guess my title was senior program director at the, at the time was the largest non-facility YMCA in the country. We had about a two and a half million dollar budget. Uh, we had our own radio station. Um, we uh, had a wonderful uh, summer camp um, uh, facility but there was no, no building that was the why. Um, and uh, um, that why ended up, that operation ended up being um, one of the flagship whys of the St. Louis Association. But uh, when I got there, there was, we, we worked out of a little house. And uh, again, a lot of fun. Um, moved from there to uh, another branch in St. Louis and was a branch director. Um, did that for a, a number of years. Um, and then uh, came back to New Jersey. I was uh, uh, fortunate to uh, um, 
be offered a position at the Summit YMCA and, and work with Tim Weidman. Um, one of my claims to fame is I, uh, uh, I, I guess I hired Brian Schaefer. I, you know, I, I absolutely worked with him. I remember that. Um, how he squeezed through that interview, I, I just don't know. But, uh, um, but you know, Brian is a good friend, and uh, you know, I, I uh, you know, one of the great things about working in the Y is, you know, the the folks you meet, the the people you work with, um, and knowing that those folks are going to carry on uh, within the movement. And then 13 years ago, I came out to, to Hunter and County. So. One of the things that, that I remember hearing you say uh, early on in, in my time at the Y uh, was, uh, if you've seen one Y, you, you've seen one Y. And so having worked for a number of different Ys at a number of different locations, um, how you, you talked a little bit about about how some of those experiences have compared, but how do they fit into the discussion about the movement, you know, in quotes, uh, at a national or, or even global level? Well, I, you know, I, I think as you as you move around, um, I, I think each time you take a piece of what worked in your previous experience and, and, and build upon that in, in your new opportunity. And I, I think a, a lot of that, um, you know, really does focus on your, the team you build around you. I think you're always looking at how to develop that, that group, you know, how to keep them tight. Um, you know, and it's not always easy, but, you know, the larger, um, the larger structure you have, the probably the more difficult it becomes. But you know, I think, any success I've had is always a direct result of, uh, of a team working together. Um, you know, I, and I think it, you start with knowing what your own, what your own strengths are and, and also identifying what your weaknesses are, what your gaps are and, you know, and then seek a team that helps you fill those gaps. Um, you know, I, you know, one of the, uh, it's funny, one of the interview questions, I always ask is, uh, um, you know, in a team, what's your, what's your natural role? And, uh, you know, and it can be any sort of team. It can be a sports team. It can be your work team. Um, but, you know, I'm always looking for people that uh, are comfortable being the leader of a team as well as being the, you know, a member of the team or a follower. You know, it, it takes everyone to, to get things uh, done. So, uh, you know, I, again, I, I think any success I've had has been a direct result of of the team that uh, I've been able to build. And I think, you know, you learn that through those different experiences. Um, you know, each time I moved, you know, I was able to build upon the, the skills I had in the previous job and into the next job. And, you know, I, I can't always say it's uh, uh, it's been easy. Um, you know, it, there are times where you know you, you struggle, uh, but you learn from those struggles just just as much. So speaking speaking of both, um, what what would you say in terms of successes uh, really really stick out in your career as uh, most memorable and significant? Um. So in that in that first 
job I had down in Annapolis. Um, my first time to um, really put a, a strategic plan in place and then follow the plan and implement it and you know, see the results. And there was simple stuff. It was uh, just program development um, that, you know, for whatever reason, really worked. And we saw, you know, significant program growth. Um, and again, that's that's what kind of sold me on, you know, staying with the Y, knowing that I could do that sort of thing, build a plan and work the plan and, and see it become successful. Um, you know, in a much larger um, uh, capacity, same thing happened in St. Louis. Uh, when I was a branch director, uh, we had a, a large, um, large community center being built within a mile of our, our facility. And we weren't a big, big Y. We had a nice, nice facility, nice Y. Um, but we were roughly a, uh, you know, probably a 32,000 square foot facility. And this community center was being built, um, again, a mile away, and it was a 90,000 square foot facility. Um, folks in the corporate office thought we would be dead in less than 18 months. Um, you know, we were able to, uh, to mount a, a plan, um, survive the the community center coming in online and you know that why went on to thrive and um, it was you know again just a way of you know putting a plan in place and, and working the plan and you know seeing it through making adjustments as, as you as you go um, you know here at, at Hunter County um, you know Although I think there's there's more to be done, I think we did a, a great job in just stabilizing the why. Um, you know, before um, before my tenure, there were I, I believe there were four CEOs in the span of about uh, about five years. So you know, a lot of turnover in my position, a lot of um, you know, not not instability in terms of staff, but instability in terms of the perspective from the community. So, uh, you know, if if I've got any traits or skills, it's that I'm a. I think I'm a calming influence. I think I I, I do things in a common sense way, and you know, I think that has come to be respected in in our community. And that the Y is a you know is an organization that. Um, you know, is a good fit with 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 what is happening in in the county, and uh, I, I think we're well respected, and I, I feel good about that. Similarly, um, or in a similar vein, uh, what would you say have has been um, your your most significant like hard knocks learning experiences? Um, you know mistakes, failures, things like that, those uh, growing pains over, over the course of a career? Um, you know, a, a couple things. Um, you know, in, in Hunter County, I was, I think I was here about a year. And um, sometime in 2008, uh, it was the uh, uh, kind of the, the real estate uh, um, fallout. And our our mortgage was was called, 
Um, and, uh, I, you know, and it was a 30 day, it was called in 30 days. So we had to scramble. I, I believe we found a, a bridge loan right away. Um, and then, you know, had a, uh, another institution come in and, you know, provide us with, with a mortgage. Um, but you know, I, I had, you know, uh, no experience with, with that sort of stuff. And, uh, you know, we called upon, you know, our, our volunteer board to, to assist. Um, fortunately, my, uh, uh, my CFO at the time was, was very astute and, you know, we were able to, uh, uh to kind of get things back on track. Um, the, uh, but you know, there was nothing, nothing we did, nothing we could have done to prevent it. It was, we got a call, we're calling your loan and, uh, I'm like, cool, they mackerel. Um, you know, I, I so I, what I've learned from that or learned from that experience was just, um, you know, stay close to your banker. Relationships are everything in, you know, in this, in this position. You know, I, I think other times where I've had setbacks, I, you know, it, it really does come down to, um, you know, how strong a relationship you've, you have with the, with organizations, school districts, those sorts of things. Um, and, you know, I, uh, it, it's always better to have a strong relationship going into a problem than trying to develop a, a strong relationship once you have a problem. Um, so, you know, things have come up along the way that, you know, um, yeah, I've identified that. And um, I know that those are the, those are the relationships that, you know, have to be the strongest. And, you know, in Hunter and County, it's primarily our school districts. Um, you know, it's our chamber of commerce. Um, it's some of our uh, political uh, office holders. And, I, I, you know, after the number of years I've been here, you know, I, I can pretty much pick up a call or pick up a phone and, and call any of those folks and uh, if, if I need, need some help. So speaking of relationships, um... Other than uh, than than Brian Schaefer, of course, um, who, who would you consider to be a, a mentor to you as you grew in your career? Um, well, you know, I, I, I think a lot of my foundation was built in uh, um, in St. Louis, so. You know, a number of uh, branch direct directors there. I reported to uh, district directors there. Um, yeah, a lot of the systems that I learned, you know, I, I brought with me from there. Um, so names, uh, you know, the, I worked for a, a, a woman uh, by the name of Linda Bergman. Um, she was the branch exec at the that large non-facility Y. Um, you know, I, I, I actually reported to her twice, um, once as, uh, you know, her, uh, associate exec and secondly, as a, as a branch director, um, I reported to another gentleman by the name of Bill Ching. Um, and Bill was a no nonsense guy. If I was out of line, he'd, you know, kick me in the butt and tell me, uh, you, you better get this, better get this right. Um, you know, not always my style, but um, he'd always come back to me and say, you know, you did the right thing or, you know, I, I really appreciate the way you, you approach that. So, 
Um, and I, you know, I, I grew really close to Tim Weidman um, as Tim was my CEO at Summit. And, uh, you know, we, we just clicked. I mean, it was, uh, Tim hired me just as that building was um, starting renovations. And, you know, we went from a, about a $2 million branch operation to uh, a little less than eight in, uh, in, the, in the years I was there. So, uh, you know, I learned a lot from them. And uh, we're, you know, obviously we're, uh, well, uh, we are still close. Uh, we are, uh, you know, we're good friends and he's somebody that I can, I know I can call on when I need, need something. So, uh, you know, before um, a, a branch and, and association leadership, I, I can, I can see that your, your background with the Y was in programming. Is there a place for the Y in the community um, to, to be creative and, and, and broadcast out opportunity that the community doesn't necessarily even know that it needs or wants? I think it depends on, on what you're talking about. I mean, I, I think that, um, you know, there's always room for creative programming. Um, but, you know, I, I, if, you know, if there's not an expressed need, um, is it, is it the best use of your resources? Um, you know, it, to be determined, I, I mean, you may, and you need to determine what what success looks like. I mean, is success, um, you know, enrollments? Is it is it revenue? Is it um, or is it impact? And if it's impact, maybe it's it's you're taking a look at it slightly differently. Um, but I, I'm not sure that there's a you know a blanket answer to that, Michael. I think it's uh, you know kind of situational and um, and and depends on. Uh, individual needs of that community. And like you said earlier, it, you know, um, if you've seen one, why you've seen one, why. And so it's, uh, you know, it will depend on, uh, on what the circumstances are. So um, for folks like me, and there's lots of folks like me around the, Oh my gosh, how could there be more folks like you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm about to describe it. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to characterize it. It'll be easier to wrap our heads around it. Uh, who are, who are in program niches, right? Um, I work in early childhood and I have, uh, throughout my career, um, how do those of us, or how would you advise those of us that are, are, are provide, are serving in program niches for the Y, um, to elevate ourselves, uh, towards branch and executive leadership? So one, one thing I, and I, I think I've said this to you, Michael, I know I've said it to other members of our team is, uh, you know, you, you, you should become known as an expert in your field. I mean, I, I think that's, that's critical. And, you know, Mike, you should be, you should be known as uh, the New Jersey childcare guy in the Y. And, uh, you know, I, I think uh, it starts with that and that, um, you know, you, you, you build something really good in your own association. And then, 
you know, I've always encouraged, you know, our team to, to get out, get out and, you know, share that experience with, with otherwise. And, um, um, you know, you become known as, as an expert. Um, um, and then I, I've always, I mean, what I've always, uh, um, said and tried to do is you know, I can if I'm successful in one department or one area you know, I can take those same skills and be successful in in other areas um, you know you got to start someplace and then it you know you'll grow it from there um, so you know I, I've encouraged you I've encouraged uh, you know Justin to be involved in in YPN and uh, you know, you've got leadership positions within YPN that uh, you know you have uh, yeah, more and more people are aware of what you do and how you do things. And it, it comes back to our why as well. I mean, I, I think that uh, um, as much as you give, you get from those folks and, you know, from the networks and from, you know, the leadership opportunities you have, um, you know, it, it does benefit our why. And I, I've never, you know, uh, you know, old school thinking was, you know, keep all your staff inside your own building and don't ever let them go out because somebody's going to steal them from you. Um, you know, I, I, I've never had that attitude uh, or that approach. Um, you know, I've had good staff stay with me longer than they probably should have. And I've had good staff, you know, leave sooner than they should have. Um, but uh, in the end, it's, again, it, you, you do what's right for your why and for, uh, and for your team. So. Well, when I first came on board, um, it was, it was your support and encouragement that inspired me to get involved in YPN. Um, how did you get involved with YPN and, and, you know, previously AYP? Well, I hate to tell you this, but, um, I was involved as it, when it was called APD. So it, um, you know, it, it, and it goes back to St. Louis. Um, you know, the woman I, I spoke of, uh, Linda Bergman, she was our chapter president. So, you know, being part of her staff, uh, you know, we were always encouraged to participate. And, you know, it, it was, uh, um, again, it was uh, an opportunity that, uh, that, that I took advantage of. Uh, when I came back to uh, to New Jersey, uh, Tim was also involved in, uh, I think it was APD at the time. It could have been AYP or I, I, I forget how it all trans, trans, uh, transpires, but uh, uh, he was a chapter president um, for, for a period of time, got a little bit more involved. And then, uh, you know, I think I joined the, uh, the AYP board while I was at, uh, at Hunter and County. And again, it's, it's always been a good experience for me. And again, it, it does, you know, provide opportunities outside the, the association to, you know, to, to learn from other folks. So I've always encouraged it. I'm going to try to tap into some of the sentimental here. Um, what are, what are some of the, what are some of the fondest memories that you have? in your career and being involved, whether it's in, in your professional capacities or in your volunteer capacities? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I, I think one of the neat things about the Y is, you know, it's a family organization. 
and you try to have your family involved as much as you can. Um, and I can remember uh, my, probably at the time, my three-year-old daughter, you know, running down the halls in uh, uh, my in, in St. Charles, uh, St. Louis, and, uh, you know, me scooping her up and, you know, taking her into the office and, you know, her learning uh, how to swim. Uh, both my kids uh, learned how to swim at the Y. Uh, both were involved in day camp uh, at the Y. Um, you know, my youngest daughter actually ended up, uh, well, here's, here's a little bit of the Bruce Black that you all love and know. Um, uh, so my high school age youngest daughter uh, was looking for a job and uh, she asked me if she could work at the Y. I said, well, you know, I, I can't let you work there, but you, you can volunteer. Um, and uh, she, she volunteered at the front desk for well, probably a, about a year uh, before I took my job out in, in Hunterdon County. They hired her after I left, but she wasn't going to work for me. Uh, I had a, uh, a distinct rule policy that, you know, my kids aren't going to work for me. They, you know, that just doesn't, doesn't, it's not the right thing to do in my mind. And uh, so they volunteered and, uh, you know, she ended up being in sales when uh, she got out of college and, yeah, you know, a lot of her experience was working the front desk at the at the Summit Y. So, uh, so there's some things, you know, and you know, I guess professionally, um, you know, the uh, I, I think the the opening of the the Summit YMCA when we finished the the renovation, um, you know, it was about a, a two year renovation. Um, we, uh, you know doubled the size of the, uh, of the building. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it ended up being a, yeah, it's just a, a tremendous, um, you know, a, a tremendous facility. And then, you know, a tremendous amount of, of community programs came out of that, that operation. Um, you know, we had a, uh, just probably the, you know, nothing against my my current team, but uh, it was a, a team that was um, just came together there, and you know we were all there for the right reasons, all worked together, all working in the same direction, and uh, you know we did some some really cool stuff there, um, and you know I, again that I I took those experiences out to Hunter and County, and you know and and you know we've uh, we've had some successes there, we. Uh, I'm proud of the fact that we uh, we acquired some property for for future development, uh, you know, for the Round Valley Association or for Round Valley Branch, and you know that last year we acquired the uh, the pool in in Flemington for for some future uh, future development as well. Anything uh, anything particularly funny or or embarrassing you'd 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 care to share? I, I don't do embarrassing. <laughs> Is that to say you don't get embarrassed? I wouldn't say that. I just don't do it. So um, <laughs> funny. Hey, you know, I don't. I don't know. I, you know, I things things have crossed my mind recently. I I, uh, I remember um, uh, at at the facility in the, the St. Charles YMCA in in St. Louis. You know, I was the brancher ex executive there. Um, you know, we had, uh, at the time we had, 
one night a week where you had to have night duty. And yeah, I, I kind of liked it. I, uh, uh, I usually uh, worked the towel desk. So uh, as members would come in, I'd, I'd hand them towels and ask them how their workout was and all that kind of stuff. And you know, it was a, a way to get to know people. Um, I, uh, one night I was walking across the, the lobby and this little kid comes up and, and, and actually pinched my, uh, my, my rear end. And, uh, I, I, I looked at him and the woman behind the front desk said, Bruce, I think he just goosed you. And I'm like, <laughs> so, you know, um, <laughs> the, the beauty of the why is, you know, you're, you're working with people every day and, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, you never know what's going to happen, what, what will happen. Um, and it's just, uh, you just kind of let it, let it unfold. Um, so it's, you know, it's in that way, I've, I've really been blessed. Well, I cannot imagine how excited your family is for having you to themselves. Have you met me? <laughs> <laughs> I've met some of your family. Um, and, uh, and, and, and I know that it seems like almost every year your, your, uh, your, your proud role as a, as a grandfather can, is expanding. Uh, so, you know, aside from obviously spending more time with your family and spending more, more time with the, with, with your children and grandchildren, uh, what else are you planning to do, uh, with your, with your time after March becomes April? Well, um, so things are, are lining up fairly well. We, uh, you know, I will uh, finish work at the end of the month, and then um, I, I you know, finish on a Friday, and that Monday um, we are uh, moving into a, a new house. Um, we're building a house in, uh, in Gettysburg, uh, Pennsylvania, and it's right in between my two girls, and we'll be an hour away from each of them. Uh, plan is to uh, spend our, I'll become a, we'll become Pennsylvania residents and spend uh, um, winters uh, in Pennsylvania. And then, you know, we're fortunate and have a, a place here on the Jersey shore that, uh, you know, we plan to spend most of the summer at. Um, I, uh, you know, I like to fish and, you know, my, uh, um, my oldest granddaughter is, uh, she'll be 11 this summer and she likes to fish. Uh, we're uh, and she's going to be my uh, my aid in teaching the younger's uh, the younger ones uh, how to fish. So uh, uh, we expect our fifth grandchild in a matter of days, and uh, so and you know it's it's exciting. I mean, I, where we uh, where we're at at the shore is where I spent almost all my summers as a kid, um, just just renting a house doing what I'm doing now, fishing in the morning, going to the beach in the afternoon. Um, it's a pretty, pretty tough life. Uh, but, uh, um, yeah, hope to play some golf. Um, and then, you know, in the, in the fall, I, I, you know, I think I, after taking the summer off, I'll look at some volunteer opportunities and just, uh, you know, see where I can, um, find a fit and perhaps make an impact. And, uh, yeah, I, it, that's probably what I will miss the most about the why is just, you know, the ability to to make an impact and, uh, you know, in, in what you do day in, day out. So, 
we'll find something that that works and um you know it's a I, I told somebody the other day that, uh, or maybe it was this morning that uh, this summer is the first time in about 45 years that you know, I'm not not going to work anywhere. So uh, I'm going to take it. Have you already been been hit up by uh, the associations or the alliance um, for staying involved in a volunteer capacity? <laughs> Um, yeah, there's a couple things that I, I will probably end up doing, but it, it's not going to be anything regular. And, uh, um, yeah, I, I'd like to take a break and we'll, uh, we'll visit stuff as, as it comes up in the fall. Well, we're getting to the end of our time. Um, and I, Bruce, I, I can't thank you enough for, for being here with, with us today and letting our, our YPN membership in on, on your history, knowledge, and experience. Um, can, you, can you give us any uh, parting words or advice uh, for our professionals? Well, just two things maybe. Um, you know, it, I think we're all, um, you know, we're all blessed to be called to this work. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a career that, um, you know, that really has no, no boundaries. And, you know, it, it, I mean, I, I got into it because I wanted to work with kids, but then I found out I wanted to work with kids in a kind of a, a business model approach. And that, that worked for me. Um, you know, I, I love the fact that what you did every day, you know, made an impact on a kid, a family, a community. And, uh, you know, we all have, uh, you know, friends and, and folks we went to school with or, you know, have grown up with. And, you know, not everybody loves their job. Um, you know, the why gives you a chance to, to do that. So, um, and then, you know, secondly, um, you know, it also gives you a chance to, to earn a living and retire at a time where you want to retire. You know, I, I think that, uh, you know, the why the retirement fund is, uh, is is a is is a you know the best benefit that we have and uh, you know uh, the more you put into it the 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 sooner you can the sooner you can retire and and you know um, I would just encourage everyone to uh, to get involved with that as quick as they can at at the uh, you know to the extent that they can. This has been Bruce Black, retiring president and CEO of the 100 County YMCA on WNJY, a podcast for New Jersey's YMCA professionals. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone, and uh, we'll be back. Everybody have a great week. <laughs>